everyone. This is Jim and Adrian from the Great Big Table Podcast. These are interviews we were able to record on the Exhibition Hall floor at Gen Con 2014. We really appreciate the time that the game publishers took out of their busy convention schedule to talk with us. We had a great time interviewing them at Gen Con, and we think you'll enjoy what they had to say. I'm Adrian Jones, and I am here with, is it Leah? Leah Culleton with Hava USA. Great. We're so glad to see you here at Gen Con. Thank you. It's our first time. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We're so excited. We heard that Hava was here. We we play so many Hava games, so we're excited. So if you'd like to show us some of the stuff. Awesome. It'd be great. We were just talking about your travel games, how you carry around your little travel games and the tin from Hava. And we have some new card games and some other tin games here to show you. I was going to tell you, my favorite is the Shiverstone Castle. It's a a card game. It's a real small box. It's a real small box. It's for two to four players, ages four and older. And what it is, it's a, it's a find and search game. Okay. Oh, wow. So you turn over this card, and there's um, little knights and turtles and things like that. So whoever it's turn it is has the card, and they can show it for 10 seconds or for a full minute. It's up to them okay. how long everybody gets to look at it. Okay. So once they turn it over, then they all of the things that are on it are featured on the table. Pictures oh, of those cards are featured on the table. Okay. And each person on their turn takes a card if they... Think they saw that item. Okay. Okay. And so at the end, you can at any time not risk anymore and say, I'm not going to play anymore. That's all I remember. Okay. And people keep doing that till they're done. And then you flip over your cards, flip over the search card and okay. see how many. And you make your track with the little ghosts. And that's great. And yeah. the, the track is made up of other cards already. Of the same so cards. it's yeah. great. So it's just, we have several of the picture cards and then um, several of the search cards. Wonderful. And oh, how, the, how many cards would you have laid out at a time? That looks really good for a restaurant table. So you can make it as long. This, the, okay. You make the path as long as you want for as long as the game is. Ah, so you can set it so, up for how long you think it's going to exactly. take to get your order. <laughs> so you might put four cards or you might put 12 cards or keep adding on if, you're, yeah. if your order isn't awesome. coming. So that, again, is one of my favorites. Oh, that awesome. looks really fun. And then we talked about Animal Upon Animal. Yeah, yeah we've played that. We, we played yeah. that with our family and, and we have a toddler version of the Animal Upon Animal. We have a traveling version. And you said the toddler version had multiple games as part of it? Yep, it's a game collection. Okay, So great. very large, chunky animals. Still made in Germany. One of the oh, only companies great. still made in Germany. And, and the theme of those animals are farm-based. It looks like chickens, cows, and stuff. And the other are like crocodiles and, yeah. and more jungle-type animals. It's okay. a matter of the stacking. The smaller um, traveling one is a little more difficult to take a little more dexterity. Yeah, the butterflies are pretty small. Yeah, yeah. But it all starts with a little alligator, of course. Yeah, wonderful. Well, tell me about this one. This one is really interesting. (laughs) Pizza Allegro is a combination of a... It's not one of our traditional wooden games. It's a soft fabric game. Okay. It's a race. The children each get a pizza platter, a little fake wooden pizza platter, and a fabric pizza. You turn over a card, and there's both... Um, vegetarian pizzas or <laughs> or meat pizzas. Uh-huh. You turn over a card and everybody, the two players race to get the correct ingredients nice. and get it into the oven. Oh, wow. And the, and the oven, if, and we'll take a picture of this, but the oven is made from the box, so it looks like a stone oven for pizza baking. And it, when we do it, we place the oven in a different room. Oh, you know, oh, or you know, farther away, so even you're even running better. with this pizza on the board, That's trying fantastic. not to. But it's great. Little olives, pineapples, you know, like I said, it's okay, just, great. yeah. And Pirate's Blast? I've heard about It's been this, around for a while. Yeah. It's been around for a while. It's You use wind to blow your little ship. So okay. the idea is the ships are set apart, okay. and you're trying to get to the other island okay. and collect the treasures. Okay. And so when you roll the dice, the dice gives you twos and threes or zeros of how many blows you get at your ship. And then you have like a little And then you have like, I call it... 
I use this for my babies too. Yeah, it's, it's a, a nasal aspirator. Yeah, aspirator. yeah it looks exactly. Like I would like call them buggers. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not so sucker. <laughs> that was ours. Yep. So you roll the dice and then you blow your ship. Oh, that moves really well. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you knock it over, um, you, I tend to blow on the wood, so it doesn't knock over. If it uh, knocks over, you just stop. You lose your okay. turn. But every time you take a wind blow, the other person gets to put this little wooden square cannon in the cannon. Oh, it's like a cannonball for the and cannon? Then they get the opportunity to shoot you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. I thought that was decoration. Well, I can't get the angle here. But you really okay, you really yeah. do it. And if you hit them, then they have to go all the way back to their island. That's fantastic. That is wonderful. Yeah. And when they get to their island, there's treasure cards, and they have to flip over a card, and they might get there, and there's no treasure on it. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. And then you have just some more, like, the little toddler type of yeah. beginning games. You have yep. a first, is it the, do you have a, a specific series? Series, yeah, yeah. It's called the My Very First Games. Okay. okay. And we have varying price points. Okay. Some of them are a little more expensive, but that's because of all the wooden pieces There's in there. a lot there. of components. And a lot of those can be used, like this one we're looking at now is called Feeling and Touching. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's little pieces of um, sausage and meat or cheese and chocolate bar, a biscuit. And a cuddly little ship. Yeah. And so what you do is with, when the children are young, you let them identify all the shapes, touch yeah. them, feel them, talk with them about them. As they get older, the sheep actually has a Velcro belly, and you hide a piece of food in the sheep's belly. Okay. So they have to feel the sheep and, and figure out. Figure out, And you can either do it visually, so they look at the table and say, okay, oh, did wow. he eat the cheese? Oh, or great. as they get older, you put it into a, a cloth bag, mm -hmm. and you have to feel for the same piece that you felt okay. in the bag. Wow. So again, it, and they'll use those. be great for Developmental preschool and all sorts of. And then they'll use these in their kitchen yeah. when they're yeah. five and six. Mm -hmm. You know, it's same with our my very first orchard. That's yeah. our most popular with those big okay. fruit pieces. Yeah, that's really pretty. Yeah, the whole idea is cooperatively. The children are trying to collect all the fruit into the basket by rolling this dice. It shows oh, red, yellow. So this is a cooperative. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. And if they roll the little, um, it's called my very first orchard, and they're trying to beat the raven to the orchard. So they want to get all so the, the fruit into the, the basket. Yeah. So oh, if they excellent. roll the raven on the dice, he gets to take one step closer on the puzzle path to oh, the... Oh, wow. Yeah. But these will be played with forever. Yeah. And you know, I can't wait call, for our kids to come play with it. We call our games heirloom games, Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're not going to sell it at the garage sale. You're not going to sell it at the garage sale. Or even if, I mean, you'll see it. But you're lucky it, if you find one at the garage sale. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not something that's just going to go into a landfill. <laughs> because they it's last go into forever. Landfill. Even you'll pass it on right. to friends or whatever. Well, a lot of grandparents buy these, especially for their cabins. Yes. Because they're fast to play. It's not like some others where... You know, it's repetitive. Yeah. And with little kids, patience is limited. Right, right. So they learn with these games, with the, my very first games, they learn how to lose well and win well. You know? That's great. And now, so. do you have dancing eggs here? We do. That's we great. do. So many people talk about this. <laughs> tell me about dancing eggs. So, I haven't heard. So I'll let her tell you about dancing eggs. Dancing eggs this. is our number one seller by, oh, by okay. far. So what it is. It's it, probably sold out when I go to the toy store. There yes. are 10 eggs. Nine of them are rubber. And there's one wooden egg. So the idea is to earn points by earning eggs. Yeah. So the rubber ones are worth one point, and the wood one is worth two points because it's much more difficult to hold on to. Okay. So what you do when it's your turn is you roll. Um, we have a red dice and a white dice. You roll the red dice to determine who gets to earn an egg. And um, then you roll the white dice when you, once you earn an egg, and that dice tells you where you have to hold the egg. Oh, my gosh. Maybe so in your armpit, in your elbow, in your under your neck, or between your legs. <laughs> and then um, you have to hold on to those eggs for the rest of the game. 
the game so you ends. You have to keep holding yes. in that position. Yes, yes. Oh, I see how this could be fun. So, <laughs> so if on the red dice when you're going to earn a dice, I might, I just, I'm showing you a bouncing uh-huh. egg off a table. I bounce a rubber egg off a table, and you have to try and catch it while. Holding oh my stuff. gosh! While that, you might have an egg under yeah. your legs, or that is remarkable. And the packaging is genius because it's, it's just, just a carton egg of eggs. Yeah. yeah, but it, it looks more reinforced than the ones I yeah. get at the grocery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So we, I play this even at the junior high school with the I, I hope you game night. Everybody hears. I about did. This. I have a whole staff. Everybody hears about this. It's on every <laughs> podcast, and I, actually, I know one just talked about it. So <laughs> I was going to play it at my table here in the family mm-hmm. fun area, but yeah. I have to share the table with somebody, so oh. I don't know how well that will work. <laughs> we might be bouncing eggs off yeah. of them. So oh, yeah. take the risk. <laughs> take the risk. Yeah. So Those are great. Yes. Very. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And then is this... Plucky Pilots is a new game for us. And the whole idea here is it's a risk-taking game. The children want to fly their little little airplane. It doesn't belong to them. It belongs to everybody. Across these little treasure islands, trying to get to um, the volcano and earn the most points. But they do this by unique, would you call it, rectangular square dice. Yeah. Wow. These are the dice. The dice, so the oh, dice wow. are multicolored arrows, and they're like long. Yeah, they're like Rectangle. rectangles, cubes, rectangular cubes. cubes. We'll, yeah. we'll have a picture of this. Yeah. So. so what they do is, it's up to four players. So each player, their goal is to get down to the end. Okay. Here's the start. And here's the end. Okay. So they roll the four dice. Oh, they roll the handful. They roll the handful of dice, Great. all four at the same time. And let's say um, I move for the. So I rolled two yellow, one red, and one green. So I look and go, okay, I can go red here. So I've used up my red. I can go. I'm going to go green here, so I've used up my green. Yeah. I can go yellow, so I've used up my yellow. I landed on an island. Where, oh, I can move one more. Yeah. yeah. You got the coins. So, so I can say I earned four coins, which I know either by the latitude. Oh, that longitude. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, great. Or yeah. by the number of coins. Okay. So there's different ways to identify. I can say, I quit. I'm going to take my four. Okay. Now it's your turn. Cool. Or I can choose to keep rolling, but if I if I end up not being able to move, I lose and go all the way back to the so beginning. push your luck game. Yeah. And you have fuel symbols. Yeah, so if I would have landed here and I couldn't gone any farther, I lose one of the dice. And for the rest of my turn, I, I oh, okay. have less no. dice. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And there's one lucky spin, I'll call it. Okay. If I roll all four green or if I roll okay. one of each color, I earn this lucky spin. Okay. So if I were to not have a move, I can turn in my lucky spin card. That's great. That's great. And you've got a key right up there yeah. on the board. So what age do you recommend this, this for? This is for... I think it's four and older, six and older actually, because okay. okay. it had you have to think about whether I want that risk and. and wow, it's great price for it. I mean, yeah. I want you to get the nice board and yeah. all of that for twenty dollars roughly. Yeah. that's great. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to get some pictures. Yeah. So one last thing. So our podcast is really a lot about um, kind of growing the board game hobby. We're seeing a lot of growth, but we'd like to see more. Mm-hmm. Have you been seeing? Has Hobbit been seeing a lot of growth in board gaming? Europe has always been famous for board yes. gaming. So, I mean, it's amazing the difference between the European market and the mm-hmm. American market. If we could get there, yeah, I mean, we would be so much better off. Yeah. Because uh, really, even when I spend my work weeks there, Sunday is the ga- day for pl- plan- playing yes. games with your family. Mm-hmm. They're very um, good about that. So that's our goal is yeah. to get America that way too. So, so along those lines, we talk a lot about trying to be advocates or good mm-hmm. advocates. So just and we advocate as players. We run a... Uh, a charity gaming event for Riley Hospital here in Indianapolis okay. um, where we play for 24 hours and do stuff like that. And we think that is a way to advocate for games as yeah. well by doing good in your community. Yeah. What Do you have any ideas for what publishers or game stores or players can do to advocate for games? Um, you know, one thing that we've done is just Twitter parties. 
Twitter parties. <laughs> well, tell us about Twitter parties. You know, you just you have a Twitter party and you you talk about the advantages of, of gaming, uh-huh. and um, parents can sit at their desk, at their phone, or in the airport, wherever they are, Great. and be in, participating in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And when we do it, we give away a free game every ten minutes or every oh, really? fifteen minutes. So wow. there's incentive for people to join. They learn more. I mean, I've participated in some Twitter parties, and people are like, wow, I had no idea that you know I'm going to play more games with my child because awesome. I learned this or whatever. So does does Haba do? Do you have Twitter parties? You know what I do is I get approached by people like you oh, yeah? and say, well, you have a tw- Twitter party. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Well, I have 1,500 followers on Twitter. <laughs> and I have 19,000 more subscribers. <laughs> so get them all and yeah. we'll have a party. That would be great. That would be great. I'll yeah. get your contact information and we might okay. have to set that up. Okay. Well, that thank you very really much fun. for awesome. talking with us this morning. The Great Big Table podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. The song Vox vs. Uke is generously provided by Unreal underscore DM, featuring Mind Map That under Creative Commons attribution, 3.0 unported license. You can hear more of his wonderful music creations at ccmixter.org forward slash people forward slash Unreal underscore DM. The My Favorite Game Console is a Table and Chairs image is released, released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike by Daniel Salas. If you like the image, head over to Daniel's blog, danielsalas.com, and buy the t-shirt. If you buy a t-shirt, tell Daniel that the Great Big Table podcast sent you. We appreciate that Daniel shares his amazing work, and we hope that you do too. You can find out more about the Great Big Table podcast and subscribe to our podcast feed by visiting our website at greatbigtable.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at GreatBigTable. If you have any questions or comments, we would love your feedback. Just send it to podcast at greatbigtable.com. Leave us a message on our voicemail number, 401-IT-IS-BIG, or 401-484-7244. You can call from your computer if you have a microphone by clicking on the Google Talk widget on our homepage. Do us a favor and rate us on iTunes. It helps people find the show. This is Adrian and Jim signing off. You'll hear from us again in a couple of weeks, we hope. Until then, let's play some games. Bye.